don't have to like everything we say. You don't have to listen to us. I'm doing this bonus episode because I haven't done one in a while, and I thought I need to figure out a strategic way to do it. I'm not taking a break, not leaving. I got shows scheduled. I got a plan, people. Got a plan. But I'm doing this to, well, kind of congratulate and thank you. It's off topic, but that's why it's short. It's just a simple bonus episode, giving you some reasons why I want to say thank you for listening to the show and uh, information you might want to know about the show is kind of a follow-up to the last one with some stuff going on and uh, things I'm doing here in the future I'm working on right now, which some of you on some podcasts have seen some evidence of this, where places like Spotify and Apple, you can see that you can actually change the image for a specific episode. That is one of the things we're going to talk about, what I'm doing there and looking for your ideas, input and feedback. So let's talk about this show and me saying thank you. Thank you for your service to me. I'm just kidding. That's, That's a messed up statement. Well, let's talk about what's going on and why you're so important right here on Gray Man. Hiding in plain sight. So a while back, I did a show that you guys liked. I got a lot of feedback on it. I shared some of the messages and emails I received. Some were, some I weren't comfortable sharing. And also there's some I was told not to, which is fine. I, I appreciated everybody that did that and I sent responses. I mentioned in that how this, I'd kind of lost my motivation and I was re-motivated. I was actually considering stopping and hadn't told anybody I think for a while it just became easy not to do it. And uh, during the time frame of that show, I got reinvigorated anyway while I was I was in Idaho recording a bunch of shows. I, I think I recorded, I don't know, three or four weeks worth or something, however many I did at that time period. And so this is working out well now. And I got kind of motivated today. I've, I'm getting ready to leave Arizona to go back to the Pacific Northwest for Christmas. Uh, the shows that I have planned and some of the ones I'm doing, I've moved them around to insert this bonus episode so that I could share it with you. And the thing is, too, I, by the time you hear this, I'll actually probably be back in Seattle on the next, I don't know, two, three, four, already already scheduled. Um, at this point, I'm kind of doing a certain amount of recordings within two or three days based on what I plan and work on throughout the week. And then I'm trying to get to a pattern of how far in advance I can have them. But I'm always trying to have a couple weeks worth so that if I need to travel or need to travel suddenly, there's no big gaps. I mean, obviously if there's emergency things are going to happen, but it's to try to maintain the consistency, which I know everybody likes. I mean, I like it too. When you're really trying to follow something, I know that cost me followers, quite a few. 
actually in the beginning. I, I don't even know how big this show would be. I don't think it'd be monstrous for any means, but I think where we're at now, if I had not left or had somehow been able to maintain the level of consistency I was doing at the end of 2020, where we're at now, we probably would have been out a year ago, maybe, maybe, maybe prior to that, but that's okay. But to, to say where we're at now, one of the things I learned is I talked about the amount of money I was making. I think that's probably inappropriate, but for those of you who remember, that number is wrong. It's low. Um, it's, uh, I think it's accurate for October, but it's growing. Uh, it's, it's quite a bit more now. It's not growing exponentially. It's not growing at a rate. It's going to continue on that path. I, I think that would be impossible. I'm hoping to maintain that. I definitely need to pay taxes. It's, it's, it's enough. Um, a few of my friends know the amount of money I make anyway. And, um, Again, inappropriate subject, but it's it's nice. It's going to help me do a few things and improve some stuff. Like uh, there's some equipment refurbishing I'd like to do for this process, and possibly even a new computer. Things I'm I'm looking at doing. But aside from that, here's here's what I wanted to do. I was aware there was lists out there. I remember early on mentioning a list, an article I shared. I didn't know much about podcasts at the time. It was really just somebody made a list and we're fishing for viewers to build a website. And I didn't know that at the time. I didn't, I didn't, I've learned a lot. I mean, I've had people, people have asked me about sponsors and I replied on Twitter recently because I had outside sponsors, people coming to me and they want to know information and I wasn't sure if it was appropriate. I realized some of it was normal, but everybody that wanted to come on my show and talk, the stuff they wanted to talk about, I, it was wrong. And I knew it was kind of garbage. Like, I think it was legitimate that they wanted to discuss it, but some about the email just seemed like it was pre-made for a bunch of people. And they want to talk about things that I, I don't even pertain to the show. So they were fishing for exposure, so I ne- I've never done it. And I know I could reach out to people and, and try to do do stuff. I know people make entire podcast careers out of that. I, I just haven't. I, I mean, I did the one interview with PI Magazine, and I don't know what happened to that guy. It was during the COVID time, so hopefully nothing bad. I know that they're starting back up again. There's a different woman I saw on Twitter posting some things, so I, I wish them the best of luck. And it, you know, if they reach out to me, of course I'll talk to them. But... These charts, I, I started looking them over because I was just looking at, it was kind of like looking at YouTube, you know, the big people and you know, they, I mean like, what was it? Joe Rogan's of course the number one podcaster in America, Canada, and probably God knows how many other countries. And years ago when he came over, he signed like a hundred million dollar contract deal for seven years or something. I can't remember. It was, it was like right up there with a professional athlete or professional athlete years ago. You know, when you get, the closer you get to the top of the flagpole, the, the, what it takes to make those jumps of one increment are, of course, significant. And I, I have no illusions about where I'm at. But I, I saw that, especially the bigger companies like Spotify and Apple are the biggest companies with podcasts. And all you on Apple, you're my number one uh, listeners and fans. Most of my people checking everything out, most of everybody that's listening to the show, it looks like about 75, 80% of you are on Apple. And I, I really appreciate you. That's why I ask for those um, reviews or comments or however many stars you think is appropriate for the show. You know, some of you write me messages and take the time to email me that clearly you're not even looking for a response. And I, and I try to respond to you, but if you wanted to put those into a review for the show, it would really help out the algorithm, as they say on YouTube, it definitely would help out the show. And I, I think that's really important now for the exposure because of what I've learned today. So I'm going to use Apple as an example. I don't know where I fall on Spotify, but I know where I fall on Apple. And I think it's important because their charts are a little more deeper, but it's, it means a little more to me because the numbers are there, the, the numbers of people. And I, I don't know that this will maintain, but I was, I was pretty proud of it. And you can look up their charts. I'm going to be slightly off on these numbers because I didn't keep them open. But they do, like everybody, they do a top 
I think they do a top 200 list of like all podcasts on their platform. I'd, obviously, we're, we're nowhere near that. You know, Joe Rogan's going to be at the top. And you got other ones on there. If you look, you'll, you'll recognize some of them to some degree. Jordan Peterson's probably in the top 200. He's definitely going to be in the top 200 of his category. You know, Mr. Ballon, if you like his stuff, I, I've watched his YouTube stuff. It's like these true crime shows. If you're into that, Mr. Ballon might be something you're into. He's going to be up there. You know, the Y Files is a YouTube channel I've enjoyed. I, I really like, I was going to talk to those earlier, but if you like that kind of stuff where I've talked about people showing both sides of something, um, there's a few things early on where it's very clear what he thinks, but it's he's gotten better over the years, and that channel group, that thing exploded in the first 16 months, and it's massive now. Like, within a couple of years, they were renting out massive facilities to completely revamp how they are doing shows. He's probably in the top 200 or top 200 of his category because he mostly does YouTube. But anyway, from there, you have categories just like music, if you're not aware of this. And there's probably about a dozen there. The numbers give and take slightly depending on the podcast platform. But they're all very similar ones, like education where, where we're located. And you have like news and there, I don't remember them all. But there's several. You can go in there and look. Beauty, I think, is one. S- several categories. And you can see what they are. And then on Apple, they have subcategories. And the amount of subcategories differ. They don't always have the same amount. In education, there's four subcategories. So, of course, we're not in the top 200. And I think education, they do a top 100 or 200. I had no illusion about that. I wasn't even aware of the subcategories, even though I initially picked one for the show. What I was trying to figure out was, for education, thinking that was as far down as it went, what, you know, how close, can I figure out where I fall in this? I want to see how close I am to being, like, in the top 1,000 because of the amount of podcasts out there. And then... I saw, oh, the subcategories, and I'm in the subcategory of the how-to, especially early on, almost everything was how to do this. Or like when I do SPIs in the news, I talk about how things are done or, or why, and I'm trying to focus more on the how-tos. I mean, even the you know, the recent one, reading the news, is all a how-to thing. We got a show coming up talking about dealing with toxic and insecure people on rapport building. That's a how-to, Internet of Things. It's probably, I think where I'm scheduling this, it will already have come out. If not, it, it'll be the next one talking about all the devices and the how-to stuff. That's more of our focus. I think it makes more sense. I tried society and culture for a while, but it doesn't make sense. And Anyway, the how-to. So in the how-to section, I think they do a top 50 or top 100. And it updates every day, of course, and I know this can change drastically. And, and then, you know, it's going to float around a little bit based on when you release stuff. And I get that. But I, the fact that I was on that list at all uh, just shocked me. And then as of today, like second week of December, first week of December, I don't know what day it is. First week, second week. <laughs> We're number 26 in the how-to section of education for Apple Podcasts. And I, I was just shocked that I was even on that list. I mean, I was looking for the top 1,000 of education. When I saw it broke down to how-to, I was like, I don't know. Maybe I'm close to the top 500. Maybe I'm within the 1,000 of that, but we're at number 26. It's grown quite a bit in the last few months, uh, especially in the last few weeks, uh, releasing stuff. There's things I'm doing different, re-releasing things. But other things we're lo- working on that I'm trying to grow the show – I'm trying to get a little more, I don't want to say serious. I, I do take it seriously, but not overly serious, but trying to put a little more into it. I was looking at ways to improve things. I've, I've gone through many times and changed or altered titles. I've recently went through, I mentioned, and redid all the show notes. There's even a portion of that I'm not sure I like, but I'm going to leave it there for a while. I've rewritten descriptions on shows to make them better. I, you know, To help practice with my writing, I'm still considering a website so that I can write and author more material. I don't know that that will happen. It definitely is low, low on the list. But another thing I discovered was I was looking at, because I redid the show Emblem, 
that now has the Black Gray Man, so it's Hiding in Plain Sight, which is really the podcast, but we talk about the Gray Man concept, and I've just had more luck using the Gray Man concept as the name instead of Gray Man Hiding in Plain Sight. I think because it's shorter, it's to the point. But I'm still leaving the Hiding in Plain Sight tagline there. But I was considering changing it, and I thought, you know, I, it hasn't been around that long. It's only been like three or four months. I really need to give that a year or two. And I, I, I need to allow it to do things. But I had created a couple of images I'd found. I'd started trying to use these AI programs just to work on these image things, which are getting really cool. So those of you that are on social media and you saw that I updated on Facebook and Twitter, it actually says gray in like this, I think in a colorful way. And then in the middle between the R and the A, there's like a, a cheap childlike drawing of a gray man. It's, it's very basic and stuff, but people liked it. And so going through and looking at how Spotify's changed things, so much of which has made me angry. One of the things I found that was cool was when you go to a podcast, the way most people do this now is the way like YouTube for a long time, it just kind of took a screenshot of your video if you didn't make a thumbnail or whatever. Well, they basically have thumbnails you can change for every episode. And what happens is it looks like it defaults to your original one, but they actually just don't have a thumbnail there. And then when you play the podcast, you just see the thumbnail for the show, the, the black one with the white gray man words that you're seeing. So I started using this program to create things and I've already changed a few, but I've got quite a few on there. I, first thing I learned, cause Luke was helping me look at this is a lot of the podcast platforms. You can't see them like he's on podcast addict, which has a lot of people for Android. And I think that's the number one podcast for Android users, even over Spotify. I think most of my Spotify users are absolutely on iPhones, but anyway, it doesn't show up on there, I guess, or not very well. Apple and Spotify, it does for sure. iHeartRadio, it does. I, I know that. Pocket Casts, I don't think it does. No, I know it doesn't. Cause I think he told me it doesn't. Anyway, so what you can do, if you're interested in seeing these, you don't have to change your platform per thing, but you can go to like Spotify, for example, if you want to make it easy. Go look up Spotify, just like in your web browser. Or download the app if you want. I, I think you can peruse the app without signing up, but you can definitely go to Spotify.com on a web browser, and then you don't. Need, I don't think you need an account. You can just go search for the show. It, you know, or iHeart. You can try it out. Or if you have an iPhone and you don't use Apple Podcasts, just go there. And but anyway, you can take a look at the photos, and I've tried to make them make sense for the episodes. And there's so many episodes now. I'm going to be so many more. I was like, well, I can't. I can't change this every time. So one of the things I tried to do was like. I need to have a few basic ones for, for themed topics. So like I made this one and I put on for all the body language ones, ones I put on for all the detecting deception and lying type ones. I have one that's specific to all the surveillance ones that people on Facebook really liked. It says the gray man concept. It's the one that's gray, lighter gray with the squirrel and the monocle. Right. But this didn't come about because I was trying to do that. I, I considered changing the show's emblem. So the one on Facebook and Twitter is what I considered changing it to again, and I didn't do it. And I actually had that before the current one. Anyway, I thought about the people who have talked about merchandising, and I don't know. I mean, I've, I've said I don't want to do that unless it's something good, and I got help from this uh, girl, this lady we've talked about, who, who um, lady, not a girl. Uh, she, um, she did a voice message for the show. We answered it. It was about rapport building through text messaging. Her name's Sarah out in Southern California. And I had talked to her and she sent me an email. I still have to look, God, I hope I still have it. All this stuff to look at. And we've answered other questions of hers. I actually still owe her an answer to one on Facebook. And um, anyway, I, I started kind of taking it seriously and I'm, I'm looking into that, but that's where these designs came from. So the gray man concept with the squirrel one was a, a t-shirt we're gonna do. 
and I put on Facebook, I, I don't think I did on Twitter, just I used that one and I think that was the one I used and I was like, hey, this is Secret Squirrel, our new lead researcher, because Secret Squirrel is the make fun of code for Intel guys or human guys, human intelligence guys, which is what I was. And then uh, people know that, know that phrase. And that's going to be like, I don't know, I guess our mascot or something. And I made a few other ones. I made some memes I shared on there. Secret Squirrel interrogating Elf on the Shelf, which is funny if you go look at it. And um, anyway, so I started to come up with these ideas. So, and from there, I decided I'm going to do this, this thing. I'm going to do the images for the show. So all I'm asking is you go look at that, see what you think of them. I want to know what they look like for you on your platform, on your phone. You know, if there's... There's errors you're going to find because it's AI. I'm, I'm working to improve it. But I'm interested in what you think and how much sense they make, especially the patterned ones that are like, you know, several of, of this symbol that mean this show. I'm hoping that that clicks to people so they can go, instead of trying to read all the titles, if they just like surveillance, and they go, I know the one with the squirrel with the monocle that says Gray Man Concept, it's the light gray tones. I can just scroll through there and I can find that picture, and I know that's another surveillance discussion. And that's part of the reason why I wanted to do this, to make it easier for everybody to find stuff. So I'm, I'm interested in your feedback. But from that, I'm going to, what I'm looking at doing is, I'm at least going to make that one shirt. For that, I'm going to do that one for sure. But what I'm looking at doing is, I haven't even made the time to go in and look at these companies and stuff yet that I already, Sarah gave me the information on. But I'm looking at going in and making a few things, a few shirts, uh, maybe coffee mugs. or ma I'm, I'm big into stickers and magnets. Like I got stickers and magnets all over my RV on the inside not the outside i don't know i might do something like that if i do shirts i want them to be good quality materials you know if i do you know coffee mugs or travel mugs i want them to be good ones you know i don't want to violate people's wallets with the pricing but i, I wanted to be stuff so many people sell it stuff and it's just crappy i mean one of the I, there's a company i talk about sometime that i praise of which there are several that i don't want to say bad things about and put their name on it that has a great product, something I'm really into. I enjoy the company and the people there, but their merchandise is crap. And it's, I don't want to be like that. Okay, now that we got the dog under control, we're barking at the neighbors. The funny thing is, is, is I've thought about this too. People say stuff sometimes where I'm like, you're so full of shit. When they market and advertise or, you know, I, I, now I don't know. Cause I was thinking about it, I was like, People have asked for this stuff. People want this stuff. I mean, yeah, I can make money at it. I probably won't sell a ton of it, and that's fine, but I can do them through these websites, and I can say, well, here's a design I made, and this is all my design, and, you know, it costs me nothing, and maybe I make a few bucks. And I thought, okay, I need to do this, because people are asking. That's what they want. You know, it doesn't go against anything that I'm trying to do. Um, you know, when I can give people what they want, when it matches with the show, I want to do it, so I, I'm going to do it. I'm, that's why I'm saying, like, yeah, I'm doing it for you, and but I God, I used to hate it when people say that. But I'm at least going to do that shirt, so I'm, <laughs> I don't care if it sells or not because I'm going to buy one. But I definitely want you to find that one. Anything that's surveillance is going to have that on there. Or if you go to the Facebook link in the show notes, you can scroll down a few posts and you can find that image. Squirrel with the monocle over that. It's going to be like at a dying old. It's going to say the gray man concept. And I said it when we hired Secret Squirrel. That's one I want, I want feedback on because I'm doing that one. I'm going to do it for myself. I don't care. I'll pay a bunch of money, get the silk screen set up just to do it one time. But I'm going to do that one. I'm interested, though, if, if, if you like the show enough that you would buy products. What, what I'm interested in are the types of products that you would buy or do buy or know people buy when it comes to these things. I mean, yeah, it's free advertising for us, but I don't think all these are going to have... 
they're not all going to be advertising. Like another one I'm thinking about doing, if you go to the episode, if you go to a podcast app or have one already where you can see these images, go way back in the day, like 21 or 20, where I talked about waterboarding and the art of intelligence. And it's the squirrel. <laughs> I couldn't get the sequel squirrel cartoon, but I could get a realistic squirrel on a surfboard surfing on a big wave, like a Waimea. And it says instructor on his board. So that's going to be like the waterboarding instructor one, I think. I was going to do like the one with the first date thing, but so many people have done that. It's overdone. Uh, but I just, I have a waterboarding instructor tab. Somebody gave me one. So I think it's, I think it's hilarious. There, there's a few other images I've done. Like the, I like my war, like I like my coffee, dark and smoky. That uh, you can see that on Facebook, but that's on one of the one of the episodes too. So I posted some of these pictures and made jokes about them, and it was really just getting a little initial feedback to see what people thought of them. And Luke's been very helpful because I showed him a lot. He helps me collaborate on some of the stuff sometimes, and gives me a lot of feedback. And I made him some Canadian cop riding a moose chasing a penguin with a <laughs> Santa hat on, and one chasing the kangaroo because I had a story about catching a kangaroo by its tail. It was hilarious. Anyway, that's what we're working on, and that's. I was just really shocked to be number 26 and it makes me want to keep doing this, you know, cause it's, you know, we make some money, sure. But it's just this idea that there are people there that care enough to listen. You know, you guys are writing in questions and sending me stuff. You're sending me comments. Some of you that are newer listeners or occasional listeners are interactive on social media. And I enjoy that. You know, it's the exposure is kind of weird. Like, I don't get a lot of interaction on Twitter with people reading posts and commenting or sharing. It's very minimal, but I use Twitter as a tool to post things with taglines to get listeners. And I know I've gotten some from there and that I get exposure that way. I've, I use it as a way to see what's trending and try to repost things that are falling along trending lines and then track how much more activity I get on them in the next few days. And it seems to work most of the time. And so I find it as a useful tool. And then Facebook, of course, was always big for us, you know, and it's not the numbers on there are anything super big, but for, little guys it's, it's it's pretty decent but being at that point where we're getting thousands of listeners a day you know and more than that on a big day and slow days might be under a thousand and, and seeing the results of that for the for the ad play of course is nice but as it grows with those numbers getting more interaction from you is very helpful I enjoy getting these emails especially when they're smaller, simpler questions for me or not ones I'm necessarily going to make a whole show out of that I can group together in those groups of three random things that people liked. You know, on Spotify, what's great for you guys on Spotify is they have those interaction features. I wish they would let those go everywhere. I know why they don't. They want you on Spotify. But I ask questions that sometimes people can write in answers to at the end and then they have the polls. And, and I'm trying to do the questions and the polls in a way, for the, for the most part, that if you're on there right now, and let's say you've listened to all the shows, you had no idea they exist. If you wanted to, you could go back through every episode, not listen to it, read the poll and the question, and be able to reasonably answer it without even having to have heard the show. doesn't matter if you heard the show or not. And eventually I'm going to catalog those and go over them with people because some have correct answers, some are just fun to see. And, um, the, you know, those are there. But they've given me ideas, like a Reese, some of the ones I've, I don't know if I just posted them. I think one that is coming out, or I don't know if it's come out yet based on when I'm recording this, was on counterintelligence. And in that one, I'm talking about doing a series on some intelligence disciplines and spy agencies. And I gave a list of a few popular ones and people are, I'm getting a couple of responses, I think I'll probably get, I, I only ever get a few, but I'd like to get more saying, I'd like to hear more about this because that helps me. It helps me reprioritize the things I'm doing. I've got endless amounts of information and stuff to work with, but this is definitely a show where your interaction is paid attention to what you want is listened to. 
And there's sometimes I'll respond and say, this absolutely has nothing to do with the show. I'm not going to talk about it. Um, because I changed that in the past, anything like that, you'll still get the response if you send it, but I will tell you that I'm going to keep it and eventually do a show, an off-topic show, where I'll cover many things. When I have enough of those, that I'll do it. But the focus of this is the whole personal side and professional side of the gray man concept, how we can take that stuff and use it in our everyday lives, and then how we can learn or just have the trivia and fun talking about the professional side of it or how some of these organizations work, and then tying that into current events and activities where we talk about like, hey, here's a espionage story and here's what we can learn from it. Here's how that's done. Or at times when we get enough information, people will know about current events because I have experience in not only war fighting in the military, but also in the intelligence community for the military and government. I can do those area studies like I did on Finland and Russia or Ukraine and Russia or China and Taiwan, which, oh, that check out the China and Taiwan picture. Boy, I, <laughs> I really like that one. It turned out good. Those are, those are really good. I get two or three of those posted out there for the China, China, Taiwan stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the feedback. I've, if you definitely are going to give me feedback on those photos, I'm really interested. Not, not just if you like them or not. It's okay if you don't like them. I want to know. I want to know if you think it even makes sense. Some of them aren't as obvious as a map of China and Taiwan with the colorings and the little toy soldiers on there. If you think it doesn't make sense or it's confusing, I want to know that because I want something that works. But I also want to know what ones you think are cool like hey, that should be a business card or that would be a cool sticker or that would be, you know, that's a t-shirt I would wear or I, I could see that being on a coffee mug. I could see that being here and, or I don't buy, nobody should buy coffee mug. You know, whatever you want to tell me, it's fine. All that information's helpful. Unless you're a troll, then it's not helpful and then I destroy you because that's my thing because it's adorable and I destroy adorable just like my dog does. Adorable bunny rabbits, she destroys them. So that's just a bonus update on the show, where we're going, things we're working on, that we have a plan that we're following and working with, and that uh, despite everything else that's going on, I've got stuff I'm going over, classes I'm building, part of this is working towards the possibility of better options, like possibly online training eventually someday, or, or websites, or writing articles. I'm making and trying to follow more of a script-based idea now that I'm cataloging a lot of I'm trying to take it more professionally because I have the time. I don't mind doing it. I want to make a better product for you. And I think that helps get people here and get people interacting. I want this to be a more interactive show than it even is now. So keep that in mind. Check out any of that stuff you want to check out. If you want to ignore it all, that's fine too. Just let me know what you think. If you have opinions or thoughts on any of that, go back and hit up some of those questions and polls if you're on Spotify you're on Spotify or Apple being our biggest platforms and the ones that distribute, they both apparently distribute their reviews to other podcast platforms, please, uh, those reviews are the most helpful, not just because it's the most listeners, but because there's other platforms out there that can't leave reviews and the reviews they're seeing are coming from you guys over at Spotify and Apple. So that's going to help other people on other platforms that want to come in and see that stuff. So again, thank you. You guys motivate me. You make this rewarding. You know, I had a lot of ideas in the beginning of what I wanted. And of course, the only way I knew how to gauge success was money, which it's nice that that's coming in now <laughs> more than I thought it was. But one thing I've always said that's been the most truthful for me, that the number one priority has been like teaching. I need the interaction. I need the feedback. I need to be able to see what's happening. I don't have you in a classroom. I don't have projects I can put you on. I don't have research you can do and brief me on. I don't have tests you can take. 
So the only feedback and interaction I can get is the stuff that you've been doing through texts or not text, but voice messages or when I've a few people I've called or interacting on Facebook, Twitter, social media, wherever you want, you know, leaving reviews, anything written, the questions, the polls, those are the things that are like my reward, my payment that make me want to keep going. Imagine doing a job without a paycheck. You wouldn't want to keep doing it. Even, even if you're loving it, eventually you would need something back to donate your time. Money's great, but what's even better is the interaction, and that's my payment for doing this. And I appreciate all of you that have done it, even multiple times. I don't get tired of it. I have regulars that I post. Sometimes I don't say who they are all the time. They know it's them because a lot of times they come and respond. Oh, man, and I heard my question. That was cool. But I don't always say who it's them because I don't want to I don't want to bore, I don't know if it'd be a bore, but I don't want to bother people and going, oh, this guy, Bob, always writes in and he's always talking Bob and Bob must be a friend of, you know, it just, I try to keep it varied, but I get enough interaction. I don't have to worry about that too much, but you're not going to bother me. Give me as much as you want and I'll, I'll work with it. We'll make it happen. So as I say quite often at the end of these shows, thanks for listening. I do appreciate you. Please come back for more. If you enjoyed the show, definitely leave us a review and we'll be back again shortly with more information and discussions on how to do things regarding the gray man concept right here on gray man hiding in plain sight.